I can think of no better way to spend a pandemic than writing and publishing your first novel, and Dominic Conti has done that. He's published Your Book Club, his debut novel, and I think... I think it's fair to say, Tom, that your book club is not like many people's book club. I would think not, and I would hope not. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, co-artistic director of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, now in its 18th year, number 897. Dominic's debut novel. Our own Dominic Conti has just published his debut novel called Your Book Club, and it is weird and wonderful. As his publisher describes it, it's a ferocious debut that re-examines both the art of reading and the postmodern experimental meta-novel. I devoured it two weeks ago, and when Dom and I arrived at our hotel last week for our performances in California, we sat at the bar and discussed the creation of a novel that is in several ways about the creation and reception of a novel. You described the book a little while ago tonight as aggressively weird, and I just thought that was awesome. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a succinct, uh, on-target phrase. Well, and, and, and it's one of the things that I loved about it was that the, it's not, it's an easy read, but it's complicated. It's complex. You think about it as you're going, and, but it's also, it's not just the content that's aggressively weird. It's how it's presented. You have these, these f- quotes from critics and or reviewers in the front pages and on the back cover all of which leads to, and I, and I love this, it's very theatrical. It's all about the presentation as well as, uh, as well as the content. And what I thought we might do is talk about the creation of the novel before we take a break, and then we'll come back, and then we can t- get into slightly more spoilery territory. Oh, sure. Does that work for you? Oh, that works uh, very much so. Cool. cool, cool, cool. So what was the impetus that made you want to write a novel? Uh, I think what it came down to is when you write things that I love, like like plays, yeah. I've had some experience or writing screenplays, the problem is that they're still not done. You know what I mean? You've, you've, you've got a play that you're working on, Puritans, and you'd love nothing more to have it be done. And right now, and I've read it, as good as it is, it's not finished until it gets a performance. At least one. One night, a reading, a something. That's just how theater is, and that's how, you know... Uh, uh, you know, movies and TV are, the, the like of that. But, you know, when you write a novel, it's done. For better or for yeah. worse, it's done. Yeah, you can, you can straight up finish that thing and have it just be something you can present as is. Well, I love that for a couple of reasons, because you're 100% correct. I wrote two plays during the pandemic, but they haven't been performed yet. So have I? Have I written those plays? Love the, I love that ethereal, uh, theater is ethereal, and it disappears on you in a way, and then it's just trapped in memory or time somewhere, perhaps. But I did want to make something solid that would exist when I was gone. And yet, in addition to what you just said, um, uh, uh, that is also this idea of a novel being finished or anything that you've written being finished 
having a life after that, whether people read it or not. It's a very, this is, and this strikes me as a very pandemic specific theme. We're all going through, what if we do something and nobody reads it? What if you wrote a novel, Dom Conti, and nobody read it? That's one of the themes of your book. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But then another theme of the book is that books, uh, you know, will be, you know, outside of fire based problems can exist for eons, you know, the idea of like, you know, like uh, uh, books outlasting humans in a way. Yes, and, and there are there are many ways in which your book reminds me of a Stephen King novel. And one of those things is that the book under discussion in your novel, Your Book Club, feels like a living thing. Oh, that's interesting that you say that because I got a number of pretentious things I would like to reference right now about that. Uh, one of which is uh, I, some of this novel has like some, uh, I, I did a little, not research, but like I'd been reading this Canadian philosopher called, and his name is Marshall McLuhan. And he's uh, very famous for having written both The Medium is the Massage and also Understanding Media. And he was, Massage or message? That was a typo. It was supposed to be message, and then there was a typo and made a massage, and McLuhan's like, leave it. So, <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. Respect the typo. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, and he also wrote, yeah, Understanding Media, like I said. And so he was a great influence on David Cronenberg, whose Videodrome and the idea of the art then affecting, you know, like reaching back and lashing out at the people who make art, you know, because of the Videodrome signal that's present is very much an influence on this book. So that you said it was alive made me feel good just now that, you know. Well, and you just put into my head that David Cronenberg is the perfect director for the film version of your novel. That- oh, yeah, yeah, me, yeah, him, Charlie Kaufman. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, uh, uh, you know who's Julia Tacornu? Do you know she she uh, she directed a movie called I think it was Raw. Uh, it was her first movie. Then T10 uh, won uh, the Cannes Best uh, Best Film a year or two back. But yeah, they're both excellent. So she'd be someone. I don't think this is spoilerific to say that in the first couple of chapters, as I'm reading and I'm wondering, what is this thing that Dom has written? I'm, I thought, oh, this is your book. This is like the story, the novel of a book club amongst the inmates of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Is that wrong? Is that inappropriate? Does that does that ring any bells with you? It it uh, it resounds very loudly. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, there's a madness theme. Running through the book, and particularly the book within a book, the the guys, you know, the ideally you find out or, or come up with theories by the time you finish reading the book that he's he's trapped. Where is he trapped? How is he trapped exactly? Uh, does he, you know, or is that just in his mind? The I wanted to say before I forgot, your book club is a book that I would love a book club to read in their book club. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you know, because it's, it's, it's structured that way. Yeah. You know, there's questions at the end. Like, you could just, you know, straight up read that in your book club. Yeah. No, there, there are so many levels of, to the book. And, in fact, there are so ma- there's so much wordplay in the book where words that seem benign or phrases that seem benign, again, have this level of menace. Like, there's something, there's not, that when you, when I read the title Your Book Club, that didn't seem benign to me. That seemed vaguely threatening. Huh. Because book and club are both nouns and verbs to me. They are. 
you know? Um, and it's, and the, and the your aspect, there's one tagline on the back of the book that says, it's not my book club, it's not our book club, it's your book club. And even just that phrase feels malevolent somehow. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's an, some sort of like uh, intimation of uh, a personal attack anyway, you know? Yeah. How much did you know going in? When you began the novel, did you know where it was going and were there, were there surprises along the way? Did it end up in the place where you thought it would end up? There's a number of ways in which I thought it was going to go and I was surprised and really uh, in, in, in a not, not so fantastic way because when I first, when I finished what I thought was the first draft, I had what I thought was half a book and I wanted a full novel and I said, you idiot. You know, to myself, you know, you, yeah, I thought I'd outlined it, but I hadn't outlined it hard or far enough or detailed enough to, but so that was a really serious, uh, uh, I guess, challenge to overcome. But then I felt like I did overcome it because then like, you know, the book grew from that and I had to work hard to, to, uh, to then, you know, flesh and stretch out to make a full novel. So yeah, that, that surprise was present. Well, and then also you, whatever your outline says, you then write the thing and then the thing you've written exists as a thing and it's its own thing and now you have to look at it and go what is this thing yeah and then i you know before you write your first novel you uh i mean at least if you're me you do a little research not just on topics but like on like nature of writing especially i was wanting to get back into straight fiction it had been a while you know like a a decade or, or two or three you know before i'd really been kind of at this sort of work and so i did that and i found like there's just uh some of what I saw in my head at the very beginning is present now in a book that like is sitting in front of us. And that's kind of amazing too, that like it actually, the thing I planned happened. Because with Conti, it doesn't always (laughs) go down like that. This is Christopher Moore, the author of Fool and the Serpent of Venice, and you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? We'll be performing the complete history of comedy abridged next month at Hillsdale College and the Dogwood Center for the Performing Arts in Michigan on March 21st and 23rd, and the American Theater in Hampton, Virginia on April 12th, and the Hilton Performing Arts Center in Fairfax, Virginia on April 13th, 2024. Check out the touring page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, or our social media pages for venue and ticket information. And now back to my conversation with RSC actor and now debut novelist Dominic Conti talking about his new novel, Your Book Club, about which I have a small confession. I'm not even sure it's my kind of book. You know, it's not my kind of story. It's not really plot-driven. It's character-driven. But there is a mystery at its core that I found incredibly compelling, and it kept me turning the pages. And I don't think that it's just because, oh, well, I know Dominic, so I've got, I got to finish, re- finish the book because Dom wrote it. I really think there is a compelling mystery at the core. And as we were driving from the airport to the hotel, you asked me, when did, you, when did I discover when did I figure out what was going on? And I love the the innocence of that question because it presupposes that I finally did understand what was going on. You ever sussed it out? Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. I didn't make it easy. <laughs> no, you haven't. And and I think 
I know what's going on. But I mean, there is a there's a there's a description at the back of the book, not on the back cover, but hidden in the back pages. There's a description of the book that covers so many genres, and the book does, in fact, cut, seem to touch into so many genres. There's a sci-fi element. There's a horror element. There's a, there's a, I think we talked about Stephen King already. There's a there is a level of malevolence and dread that I was I, again I found compelling because I wanted to see what was happening for dread and unease and even you know like. Not disgust like gross out disgust, but like disgust as in like, ugh, that's, that makes me feel oogie, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I could tell your training as an actor because you write in, and it's one of the reasons why I went what, early on, I thought, why is, this a, why is this a novel and not a play? Because you write almost these monologues. You do. They're not almost. You write these monologues in character voices, and they're very compelling because I want to see who these people are. And and it's it's a it's a spiral. It's a worlds within worlds. It's character characters reading a book about characters who are in a book. Yeah, and there's a, I mean it's it's you mentioned spirals. There's a whole circle theme running through the book. You know, it's kind of on the cover, and then there's something you know within. There's some visuals within uh, you know having to do with circles. But yeah, so that's very much a, a by by design. I want to circle back a little bit. Uh, to what you're talking about, like, uh, with the monologues. I think that's, with my theater trainer, even, like, you know, uh, w- as, a, as a beginning, beginning writer, that was what I started with, you know, writing, writing monologues, you know, for myself or, you know, just uh, maybe just for in general. And so I think that's what I leaned on. But also I thought that would be a nice way to, like, sort of, like, uh, uh, curl my finger for the reader to bring them along in the story. Okay, you know, like, let's describe this, the scene from this point of view, and then now this, and now this. The other thing I love, we talked about the double meanings of all the, of, all, of, of many of the phrases in the book, but there's also, you don't use any proper names except for the name of the building that they're in, Galt House. And, um, which, Galt House made me think of Marston House from Stephen King's Salem's Lot, but also Galt. I went, well, what is the importance of that name? And I, isn't that isn't that the hero of, An- of Anne Rand's Atlas Shrugged? Is that important? God, you're you're just bringing things back that I've read, you know, decades and decades ago. I don't know anymore what lodged in there, but I would say no. Well, except I think it is because I googled. I'd never read Atlas Shrugged. And but but I googled John Galt and he's a char- yes, he's a character who turns out to be a different character in different parts of the novel, which is a thing that happens in your novel. The narrators change, but also the hero slash subject of your book club and the author of the book that everybody's reading is a similarly unreliable narrator who has multiple identities and and so but you're telling me that the use of the name Galt is unconscious unintentioned uh yeah well unconscious is the i think you yeah. you stabbed at that and that's that's right on who knows what we're what we're bringing back, you know, like to, uh, you know, because uh, you want to make sure, like, you write your own story and you can't help it what you're influenced by, you know. But, like, you also don't want to be a ripoff artist, but, like, that you mentioned that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember now. Or mentioning, you know, Salem's Lot. I read that, you know, a million years ago, but I read it. I wanted to say back to something you were talking about before that I thought was uh, uh, worth going back to. 
you're not sure this is your type of book, and I, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and that I, uh, I think uh, it's good to know that, and it's good to hear that, and also, as I was writing it, it's good for me, especially to know that then. I'm like, okay, this is, it's for readers, right? You have to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want anyone to have it, like, uh, not in a snobby way, but like, unless you're a reader, you know, that's, it's not for you. You know, unless you're, uh, 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 like, someone who's into reading, because in a lot of ways, it's about reading and about not reading and about the behavior of people in, in groups. Yeah. So it's for readers, but not every reader, because you're a reader, you know? You, you read a lot of different stuff and, uh, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and have uh, uh, very serious interests therein. But, like, I think it's only for a certain type of reader. And I'm all right with that. You know, I'm the guy who goes to see a band that, like, you know, they, everywhere they go in the world, 300 people will show up to see their shows. To me, that is amazing. You know, if I had, like, that kind of pull, you know, I would be like, you know, put it on my tombstone. Yeah. We're all good here. Yeah. No. I agree. And I, and I love that the theme of, particularly for, particularly for a debut novelist, writing a book about the, that is about the act of reading, that is sort of daring the reader to, yes, please read this, and if you don't read this, question why you're not reading this, uh, yeah. you know? I think... If you're going to write a book about, you know, called your book club and it has to do with reading, you really have to make it the most simple and clear cut, you know, Jack London style story ever, which, you know, I think is that's an example of excellence, you know, uh, but like or the craziest uh, wackadoodle left field to left field stuff. And then I'll, or also like, you know, in a lot of ways, because I mean, I think. I can be an erratic, difficult person, so I wrote an erratic, difficult book. You know, I think I just leaned on what I are, you know? Especially during the COVID times, I think we found out, you know, like, you know, I'm kind of discovering, you know, like, how I, how my obsessive compulsiveness manifests itself. And then I found, like, well, I'm writing about it. It's there, you know, it's there it is in the book, you know? No, it, it's great. You, you you sit down to write, and then you realize, I don't know what I want to write. I've got to write down. I've got to write it down so I can find out what I want. It is what it is I want to write about. Oh, uh, yeah. You, then you, you know once you've written it. Yeah. It's an undertaking. You know, I, I'd say, you know, 25 months, which isn't a short amount of time. It's not a long amount of time necessarily. I'd say, like, and even once the book was in process, I was still rewriting it, but I'd say 25 months to where it was, like, really where it was supposed to be. You know, but it's a it's a... It's a, a serious undertaking. And you discover, like, and I discovered, you know, all the things that I thought every now and again I'd hear a, a writer say, especially, oh, you know, I need the work to, to speak to me and tell me what it's to be. And, you know, like, you know, like, uh, you know, what's, uh, it'll, the voice will tell me and all that kind of stuff that I would have thought is precious. I found out was spot on. And I really got my comeuppance. You know, if only to myself. And now I'm revealing to everyone, you know, like, just the arrogance of me and the like, oh, yeah, boy. But that thought process, and it's just like that in a lot of ways. You know, you keep writing and you discover. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, except for one more thing, which I'll share with you in about 60 seconds, so stick around. You can order Dominic Conti's debut novel, Your Book Club, by going to his dedicated Facebook page, facebook.com slash author, or by sending him an email directly with your address to dcontimail at gmail.com. Books are $20 via Zelle or PayPal, and that includes postage, or $15 if you're close enough for him just to just hand you one. 
That website again is facebook.com slash dcontiauthor or Dominic's email dcontimail at gmail.com. Send us your aggressive weirdness via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com or throw a comment to us over on the socials or on our own actual website, reducedshakespeare.com, or visit my website, theshakespeareans.com. Thanks, as always, to Nurse Ratchet Lookalike Matthew Croak, Web Services by Ginger Power Limited, Music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Lucy Rose Falconer. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to slightly more experienced novelist Christopher Moore. And as always, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 897-2691sts of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Congratulations, man, on your debut novel. Well done. And I know you have a. I know you are working on a second novel. But here's your final spoiler, listeners, uh, for uh, uh, your book club: is that there is an excerpt of Dom's next novel at the end of your book club. Um, it is not actually an excerpt from his next novel. It is a continuation of your book club. So keep reading. Yes. It's a spoiler. Uh, it's further spoiler. The book begins on the front cover and ends on the back. So that's what your book club is. So that's part of the whole idea of the unreliable narration. An unreliable narrator created by an unreliable author. I was lying just now. (laughs) This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. 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 So much less.